Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is our live stream, our second live stream. We're so, doing. Yeah, we'll be live streaming all of the She Hulk series. <laughs> okay, we're going to take it one live stream at a time. But yeah, here we are here for episode two review of She Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, we just want to remind you that if you have any questions or comments for us, uh, if it's a question, you want to type in the word, the letter yeah, Q. Yeah, you have to okay. type Q plus in the comments so that we'll know it's a question. It goes into our question feed. So. Right, exactly, exactly. And if you just have a comment, just go ahead and comment and we will. Specifically Q plus. Right. And we will, you know, read all, all the comments as much as we can. Um, before we get started on She-Hulk, just remember that this is a, uh, this will be a spoiler review. So just make sure, please, if you have not seen it and you prefer not to um, know about what happens before you see it, go ahead and watch it. And you can always come back and look at our, 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 our recording. And then, you know, if you have any questions or comments afterwards, please feel free to reach out to us. So again, if you're joining us for the very first time and you don't know who we are, um, I'm Kerwin. This is my son, Keith. Hello. Right. And we are Father Son Galaxy. We had a podcast this March of 2021. We were father, son, father and son, a Star Wars podcast. We recently changed our name, you know, to, to just keep the flow, Father, Son, Galaxy. Um, so we are big, big, big Star Wars fans, right? Um, I, I grew up watching Star Wars since I was 12 years old. Um, I introduced Keith to Star Wars when he was four, right before, right around the time The Force Awakens came out. Yeah. And, um, you know, during the you know the pandemic we were trying to find ways to keep us motivated um you know we were homeschooling you know here at home and you know, i was working from home we couldn't there wasn't any place much places we can go to True. you know just to go out and you know just you know get away from the, the reality of the world so we decided you know we were thinking about what we'd like to do and at that time the mandalorian the first season of mandalorian premiered. Yeah, sure. there you go right um, the Mandalorian premiered on Disney Plus, and you know, we couldn't wait to watch it, and then the next day discuss it at the dinner table. And it's kind of our system, yeah. Yeah, my, you know, my wife Tanya, who's a producer of this uh, podcast, had the, the bright idea to actually record us while we were, um, you know, talking about the Mandalorian. And then you know, she says, you know, this is pretty good. You know, I think people would be interested in hearing what you both have to say. Um, so you should start a podcast and then here we are, you know, 18 months later doing a podcast. So this is pretty cool. Um, and like I said, you know, we've been doing episodes. We have about over a hundred episodes on our YouTube channel. So please, you know, if you have not heard of us or have not seen any of our material, feel free to go to our YouTube channel and take a look. We're also on the audio platforms. Wherever you podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a, a website. Um, so you can you you can find us. You know we're we're also on the socials. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Father Son Galaxy. All right. So, like I said, this is our second uh, live stream, and you know we just thank you know everyone for for joining us. Um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about that you know we have uh, we're fortunate enough to to participate in this year is Potathon 2022. Um, so I wanted to just let you know about Potathon 2022. It's a, it's a telethon, you know, like a telethon for, for podcasters. Um, this has been going on for three years. And what we are doing, podcasters who are involved in the Potathon, are raising money to support the Make-A-Wish Foundation. 
And if you've not heard of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, they grant wishes to children who are ill, uh, usually cancer-stricken, um, providing them with wishes, you know, just to you know keep their morale up. So Make-A-Wish has been around for a very long time. Um, we've had uh, friends who have been impacted um, with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So we were excited to know that we were invited to be one of the podcasters. Uh, so it's going to be on Saturday, September 17th. The whole thing. Right. It starts at 9 a.m. It goes until maybe 12 hours, you know, maybe 9 p.m. Um, Saturday, Saturday night. And you can go to thepodathon.com for more information if you want to get some more information about the Podathon. But I just want to read off some of the names, the guests um, that you will be seeing at uh, the Podathon. So we have Ryan Johnson, you know, director of The Last Jedi. Seth uh, Green, family guy. Seth Green. We have Shelby Young, Christopher Sean, who is an actor for Star Wars Resistance. Kristen Baber. Phil Zosak. We have Kelly Knox, Charles, Charles Soule, Soul. you know, author Charles Soule. We have Mike Chen, another author. Zoraida Cordova will be there. Matt Martin, Gary Witta. Um, so those are the names so far, you know, so we're, um, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, we can't wait to, to, to be a part of it and to raise funds. We're trying to reach a goal of $10,000 this year, uh, this September. So we're, hopefully we can get to that goal. And, and it goes straight to make it. a wish. There's no third party. Absolutely. And every, every penny goes to the make a wish foundation. So we hope you will support us in that way. Once again, if you go to the potathon.com, you can donate there on their website. Um, and just tune in on September 17th. All right, you know, it's going to be it's, it's going to be great, and it's going to be for a good cause. So thank you for that. Thank you for allowing us to share that. All right, so let's. Uh, all right, let's, let's go ahead. Our review. All right, so once again, we're doing She-Hulk spoiler review. Um, so if you have not seen it, you know, we apologize. You know, we, <laughs> if you want to hang around, if you don't mind having it being spoiled, that's okay. Uh, but once again, if you don't want any spoilers you can feel free to go ahead and watch the episode then come back and watch us and we'll be available here on youtube and on the uh the audio platforms all right so so this is episode two of she hulk right and the episode is called superhuman law yeah so for some reason um they fired jennifer for for what happened in court in the last episode because she stopped titania from throwing that that um desk at the jury and she called her to knock titania out right so she got fired for that because glknh called it a mistrial because you know the jury would be more inclined to rule in her so she saved them from a flag desk that's but a good point yeah it doesn't really make that much sense to me and then there was just this whole montage of freaking denied job offers yeah. for the same reason and then glknh turns around and then hires her for their superhuman law division but with the twist she has to say She-Hulk every day, all the time. Right, exactly. Let me just stop you there for a minute. So her previous boss, you know, she was in a bar and, you know, she was having a few drinks as She-Hulk. And we know that She-Hulk has this tolerance for drinking. And uh, when her boss came in to she the bar, back to right, the you know, he wanted like, to talk to her. Uh, and he was very serious and he had something that he very important he wanted to say to her. And you know, he says, you know what? Well, I, I want to talk to Jennifer. You know, he meant Jennifer, Jennifer. So she changed, she changes back into Jennifer, but Jennifer doesn't have a tolerance like Jennifer She-Hulk. And she's and, just you know, kind of like really yeah, sleepy and, right now. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you were watching TV in the 90s and you heard of this show called Allie Beal, to me, it just had that Allie McBeal vibe, in my opinion. So I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So her boss fires her because they consider her a liability. Um, and she gets picked up by a new law firm who is yeah. representing superhumans. Mm-hmm. And the same law firm that ordered the mistrial, yeah. So, you know, her first client is actually Emil Blonsky, who you might know is Abomination. And, you know, he's actually from the um, Incredible Hulk movie, which leads to a very funny joke on Hulk's part. So, Abomination was played by Tim Roth in both the original movie and the She-Hulk series. And also, we got an Easter egg at the ending, which I will discuss. So She-Hulk is actually before Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out, which will make more sense to you at the end. Okay, yeah. Can't wait to hear about this part. So his backstory in the movie is that he was a former British Special Ops commander and got recruited by Thaddeus Ross to hunt down Hulk. And then he took the Super Soldier Serum, which made him actually stronger than Captain America. See, Cap, Cap would take a week to heal from worse injuries. And, you know... Uh, Blonsky had his whole frame shattered, and he healed in a day. And then after that, he wanted to become stronger to hunt down Hulk, so he had a transfusion of Bruce Banner's blood, which turned him into the Abomination. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. The comics is a lot more convoluted and dark, but, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, can we acknowledge, um, okay. Okay. All right, Alex, thanks you for joining us. Thank you, uh, Alex. So you watched it. Okay. It was funny when she had the chance to change back to Jen and fell. Yeah, I agree. That was a funny moment. Yeah. Yeah, we woke up like six o'clock. It was like, let's go. Let's yeah. watch this episode. Let's do it now. Yes. Yeah, we, we got up and watched the episode. Not too early, you know, what was it, 6.30 in the morning, our time here. So yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, so getting back to the abomination, right. So he first appeared in the Marvel movies in The Incredible Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the year it came out, but 2008. At the, at, right, 2008. Okay. At the time, it was played by another actor named Ed Norton. Yep. Okay. All right. So and then Mark Ruffalo makes a joke about that because he says, Oh, that was years ago. I'm a completely different person now. And the joke is because Ed Norton played it back in 2008, and then they switched to Mark Ruffalo. So he actually is a completely different person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that, why it's funny. That's that was that was pretty funny. I, I really enjoyed, you know, we'll talk more about the, the rest of the episode, but um, I'm enjoying the writing. I think it's very sharp writing, very good uh, uh, satire, uh, well-written, and, of course, the performances by Tatiana Maslany and Mark Ruffalo. This episode was actually rated TVPG. Okay, yeah, I well, yeah, this was oh, to me. I think uh, you know anyone um, your age or a little bit younger can watch this episode. That's not a problem. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about let's pick it up where um, Jennifer goes to visit. Yes, yeah, she goes to visit Emil in the Department of Damage Control. Hmm. Remember them? Yeah. They just like their pastime is hunting down young superheroes and questioning them because like that's just. They're evil. Yeah, and they appeared in Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they seem to be everywhere. Okay. And yeah. Uh-huh. So 
what happened in this episode was she goes to visit Emo, yeah. and for some reason she so makes a sort of a joke about Silence of the Lambs and she goes and to Father Beans Emo. and stuff. I haven't seen it other than something about Father Beans and yeah. County. I had to explain it to you. So what it is funny, once again, what's very smart, what Marvel does is they like to give references to previous movies or prior movies and see if anyone gets the joke. So if you've seen Silence of the Lambs, you would get it. You know, she's going into this uh, prison cell and she's being walked down this corridor and she has this warden who's telling her, okay, this is what you're not supposed to do. You do this, keep your hands to yourself, step back, don't, don't get close, you know, don't touch it. <laughs> right. And, you know, and you know, of course, you know, Jennifer's thinking in her, in her mind, okay, well, you know, should I ask him for some fava beans and a nice Chianti? And, you know, so if you've seen the movie, you, you get the joke. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Mark Daniel, how about that? Yeah. Oh, Mark. Okay, yeah. I I hope we didn't spoil it for you. I, I I recommend you still see it, you know, even though you have not seen it yet. But yeah, it was a pretty good episode, pretty funny episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for joining us. I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs yet, though. Yeah, no, no, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I kind of figured out it was a Silence of the Lambs reference because my dad explained it to me. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's oh Alex agrees. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs either, but heard it was a Silence of the Lambs. Right? I highly recommend it. Of course, it's an R-rated movie, you know, for adults only. Yep, it uh, was of course it was my mom. My <laughs> my wife is one of her favorite films. All right. I don't know if that says anything about Tanya, but you know, like she Silence of the Lambs is is one of our top films here. So yeah, yes. it's pretty cool. All right, and she goes to visit Blonsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and he's like, he's chill. He's very meditative. He writes haikus for some reason. So you know, she's still kind of worried about taking the job because of the conflicts of interest. Because you know, in that movie, Abomination was just attacking Bruce, and she's like, "You attacked my cousin Bruce." And then she gets told by her boss, if you don't take this job, then you are fired. Yeah. So she kind of has to take the job. Yeah. And then, you know, Emil's trying to win her over with that Hannibal Lecter style charm. Mm. Yeah, I Googled that one. Yeah. Right. By, you know, trying to, you know, give the impression that he can control his anger. He doesn't have to change into the abomination. Even though we see him do to. so in the trailer. Right, yeah. And he does it later in the episode. Right, yeah. So now we're at the ending scene. Yeah, well, let me stop you there for a minute, though. But I, I think, do you do you think she believes him? Because, you know... I think she does, because otherwise she wouldn't have taken the case. Yeah. You want me to grab this? Yeah, because she, you know, has these superpowers, and she feels that she's in control of, of you know... Being her a She-Hulk, right, or her, or her powers that she can turn into the She-Hulk when she wants to, right? Um, so maybe you know she's probably thinking, okay, this uh, Emil, you know, is probably feeling the same way that he has his powers under control. So she kind of has a, a soft spot for him, and um, not only does she have to represent him because her boss tells her to, or else she lose her job, um, but you know, it really seems like she believes him. And what she does is, you know, she like you mentioned the story about how in the Incredible Hulk film that he did try to attack her cousin Bruce Banner. And so what she wanted to do was to make a phone call to Bruce and explain to him what's going on, that you know, she's now representing this person that was trying to, you know, take you out a few years back. And Bruce was very chill. Yeah. 
and you know Jennifer asks for his permission, but really she's just rants on it all, doesn't let him speak, and then says, "Hey, you know what? I'm just going to take the case." And for some reason, remember that spaceship that they almost crashed into? Bruce is on that. Yes, that was pretty strange. That was pretty strange. So Secret Wars reference, yeah. maybe, maybe even Secret Invasion, because I know that's coming soon. I don't know. I don't quite know, but it seems to me. Okay, so if you saw the first episode, that was really what caused the car accident, right? So you know, Jen and Bruce they were driving in Mexico. Yeah, they were doing a road trip. Jen was behind the wheel, and they were having a conversation. All of a sudden, about this, eating Cheetos with with chopsticks. Yeah, and all of a sudden, this this the spaceship just come out of comes out of nowhere. And, you know, Jen loses control and just rolls over. And, you know, that's what, you know, how she got infected with, with uh, the, the, the gamma radiation. Blood, yeah. Right. Yeah. So is it that the ship was after Bruce in the first place? Is that why that ship was there? Because they're trying to get Bruce's attention? Who knows? You don't park in front of a ship. Yeah, it's, shit. yeah. Well, the ship doesn't park in front of you. Absolutely, especially when you're driving. Right. I mean, that will definitely cause an accident. So it was very strange to see Bruce on the same ship that was trying to run them down. Yeah. Although, <laughs> you know, I, in the first um, episode, I have heard about World War Hulk. Though, I saw the comic storyline. In fact, I have it in my um, books. Okay. But it was something about like uh, Hulk got banished or something, and then he went to live on Sakaar, had a family. And then he was on a ship, and the ship got blown up, and then the whole, the whole thing just went crazy from there. Hmm. Stuff the Illuminati did it. It was just kind of kind of crazy. I think Alex is agreeing with you. He said, "I heard it's going to be a World War Hulk inspired movie, based on speculation." Wow, how about that? This is the first time I'm hearing about this. So, Alex, I haven't heard much, but the speculation I've heard from heavy spoilers from Screen Crush, yep, is that it will lead to a World War Hulk like storyline. I need to read the comic. Thanks for that, Alex. I mean, this is the first I'm hearing about this World War Hulk. I mean, I've heard of this type of Hulk, but I'm not quite sure what what it is or what it's about. But I don't it know. Maybe that's crazy, where... Yeah, is this the Red Hulk the same as the Red Hulk or no. just a totally different Hulk? It's our Hulk, but he got a sword and shield and stuff. Okay. All right. Is he in, a, in another place in time or is he of this earth? Do you know? I don't know, man. Don't know? I didn't read the comics. Okay. All right. Just asking. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So where are we now? So we're almost at the end, and we're <laughs> yeah. now at the end credit scene. Yeah. So we see footage of Abomination fighting Wong. Yeah, this is which cool. is footage taken directly from Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is when Shang Chi went in to do that pit fight for some reason. Yeah, like a and steel the, cage or something. Yeah, and the yeah. beginning act was Abomination versus Wong. So when he kicks Wong's shield and it comes down, that was actually from Shang Chi. Very interesting. Okay. So and the attention to detail on Marvel's part there is excellent. Right. So it was the exact scene from the Shang-Chi movie that we saw again in the She-Hulk episode. Yeah. So, you know okay. what else? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, seeing what Alex said in the comments, you know, I read about that, like, he fights the Illuminati and stuff. And this would be a great setup for our world's Illuminati. And again, if you've seen our theory video about, um, you know, why the why the Fantastic Four need to be in Wakanda forever, it's possible that Shuri might be Black Panther and be part of our world or Earth one nine 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 slash six one six. This is 
world. So, like, Marvel's very contradictory with this because in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, they called it Earth 616, which is comic book world and contradicts with their original statement calling Earth 199999. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So then we end up with the episode, like you said, with Wong fighting Abomination. And um, it was a short episode, and that's it, right? Did we miss anything? Oh, by the way, um, I think Korg is somewhere in that storyline with the Hulk, by the way. Really? And Meek. Korg. Yeah. And that, From Thor. Yes. And that Meek guy, the, the, the tiny one. Interesting. All right. The one that he stepped on in, in Ragnarok. Yeah, right. He, he thought he, uh, you know, <laughs> destroyed him. his friend perish. Destroyed him, but he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How about that? Korg is funny. He's like, I'm Korg. I'm made of rocks. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. And I don't like to fight. Because right. very crumbly. All right. Well, all right. So we're going to throw out a question to you. We want to know what do you think will happen in future episodes of She-Hulk? All right. So just let me know in the comments section. Um, but I, I did have another point I wanted to bring up. We didn't talk about Jennifer's family. We got no, to see she actually went to visit her family. And then they basically used her for the housework. Like they had her carrying water bottles yeah. and moving TVs and stuff. Right. Yeah, see, you're you're living in a world now where superheroes are are a thing, you know. So if your child comes into your house and says, "Well, hey, I'm a superhero," you're gonna say, "Oh, well, what can you do?" Oh, okay. Well, here, why don't you help me, you know, fix this thing or put this big big screen TV up or you know, you know. Get these water we haven't had the comment from Alex about yeah. Daredevil. Right. Okay. Let's talk about. We'll we'll, we'll get to Daredevil. But uh, yeah. So it's just funny that you know they, you know didn't really care that she was she that she was she hulk but they yeah. just wanted to just you know use her strength and and, and powers to help her to help them you know get nice, things done around the house it was nice, pretty funny nice comment by the way Alex. yes and what i think is you know matt murdoch might actually be one of her clients that she represents because you know daredevil's kind of a, 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 a vigilante he's more of a dark batman than he is a superhero when you think a superhero, you think a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you think a Captain America throwing his mighty shield, mm -hmm. whatever. So more than likely, if okay, if if Jen is the one, Jennifer is the one who's representing these superhumans. All right, so the attorney on the other side representing whoever you know the other side is is going to be represented by Matt Murdock, right? More than likely. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Well, or I she can... might represent Matt Murdock himself. Ooh, why would you think that? Because he's a superhero. Well, that's true, but he's also I mean, an attorney. He, he'd probably have to, she'd probably have to interview him as Daredevil because you know, nobody wants to know. Nobody can know his secret identity. I, I see your point. Okay, so do we, we don't know if Jennifer knows Matt Murdock is Daredevil. She may not know that. No, probably not. Yeah, okay. All right, so I see what you're saying. So, okay. That's I feel like they've met in the comics. Oh, yeah, we'd have to go back and take a look. But yeah. yeah, Daredevil's definitely on the anti-hero level. Right, okay, all right. Low, 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 low. He's kind of kind of an evil guy. Got it. That evil isn't like, you know, a bad guy, but he's kind of a, a dark... It, I don't know how to describe him, but he's more like a a darker version of Venom, or a really, a really anti-hero, though. You know who you're... Who Daredevil reminds me more of? I say Batman. No, well, close. Moon Knight. 
No, I'm not. I'm not oh, being, you got it. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm being serious. But no, but think about it. I mean, they're they're both vigilantes. Um, well, Matt Murdock is supposedly from New York City. I know this series is taking place in L.A., but you know they what the series is taking place in L.A. What series? She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh well, I'm saying that um, I believe Matt Murdock is from New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Like Moon Knight is from New York City. Exactly. So no, it just seems to me Which that which personality is from New York City? Hmm? Which personality is from New York City? What do you mean, which person? Matt Murdock? No, right. no, I mean like which Moon Knight is it? Is it Jake Lockley or Stephen? Oh Grant? no, no. Oh, I oh, I got you. No, they're they're they they all live in New York. They're all see. In, okay, in the comic books is different than I don't know. How did we get on this Moon Knight subject? It's my fault. No, in the comic books is different than you know how it's being represented in in the TV series, but. It's just these three aliases that he, Mark Spector, um, poses as when he's in New York City. So he's he, he made his money. So he's a millionaire. He's got a lot of money. He Stephen also, Grant. right, Stephen Grant, right. He's Mark Spector, the mercenary. That's who he was originally. That's his uh, given name. And Jake Lockley is just another cab character. Driver, yeah. Right, is a cab driver that, you know, just another character where he goes around and that's how he hears about things that are going on in the city. So he's out there on on the ground and he's going into the, the restaurants or the diners and he's talking to people and hearing stories about what's going on. So that's how he gets to know what's happening in the city. Did you hear that the um the creators actually wanted to put um Spider-Man in the She-Hulk series, but they can't because there's a whole rights issue with Sony and, oh, I'm not surprised. and whatnot. Yeah. Like, Sony, Sony's gonna Iron grip on Spider-Man. Well, yes, they, they do. won't let go. Yes, they do. Well, and we know that they won't because that is a very hot property for them. That makes Sony Spider-Man makes Sony a lots of money. Yeah. Melissa, hello, Hi. Melissa. Hi. I love that I can follow this conversation. I'll be super familiar with the series. You're fun to watch. Well, thank, thank you so much. You. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad yeah. to see you tuning in. Yes, right. Watches this all the way in Australia. Wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. We, I, I'm, I'm a lot at a loss for words. But thank you so much for for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I wish Sony would loosen their grip on the rest of Spider-Man. I, I want Marvel like Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, we know. We'll see what happens. Right. All right. Let's see what we got. Keep coming with your questions and predictions. Um, do you, are there? Well, we talked about uh, the MCU characters that are coming. We talked about Daredevil. Um, do you think we're going to see any other characters other than Titan Titania? We saw we saw Abomination. Wong, sorry, Wong is coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, I think that's really all we're going to see. And Bruce, obviously. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I can't think of anybody else that right. would be in it. Okay. All right, but do all right. So I think we wrapped up that episode, right? Yep. Okay. So if you have any questions or comments for us, you know, anything related to Star Wars or Marvel, you know, we can take those questions now. Um, but yeah, so this is this is this is the format. This is what is it's, it's going to be. So you know, every Thursday, our plan is that after each episode drops, that we're going to go ahead and do a live stream and review and just give. Um, you know, those who are watching or listening, uh, the, the opportunity to ask us any questions related to the episode or anything related to Star Wars or Marvel, the future. Um, we'll see. Yeah, that's know. what I was thinking. A Shang-Chi cameo in it. All right. 
That's good. And possibly even Jessica Jones. We don't know, but you know, we don't now that now that Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all those are on Disney Plus mm-hmm. in the TV MA section. Right. I think I think it's kind of okay for them to be using these characters now. It makes sense. Ah, you just made right, Jessica Jones. I I, I remember reading this. All in the game. I'm gonna acknowledge your 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 comment there. That's very important. But that reminded me, I did recall seeing the possibility of maybe Jessica Jones appearing. And She-Hulk. maybe a Who knows? Who knows? Um her like what what's her first name? I think her first name is actually Electra. I don't remember the first name of Electra. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So oh, can we is there a way to go back to all in the games? All right. Sony is trying hard for the extra. 99 million. million to get is that no, no way, way home, home above, above the, the two billion, billion mark with the re- you know what that's right they are re-releasing did you know that they're, they're re-releasing no, no way home where um the theaters yeah i i thought i saw an ad in the theaters that they're going to re-release it but it's also on digital isn't it all right we're not going to talk that much about no way home this is this is a source subject okay all right yeah i that makes a good point though you know but i'm wondering um all in the game at some point, you know, Marvel's going to come back and, you know, Sony and Marvel are going to do a deal to bring Peter Parker, Spider-Man back for another trilogy. Right. Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing another trilogy with uh, Tom yeah, Holland. You know what, I feel like Sony and Marvel are kind of like divorced parents. They're just fighting over custody of the kid. That's that's, that's they, what it they feels They could like. just yeah. share the kid. Yeah. You could perfectly marry Sony and Marvel and get that perfect Spider-Man that we've been looking for. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, like you said, it's about rights, you know, and people are very, very um, particular particular about their IP, you know, because it's, it's, it's a valuable property, intellectual property. So Yeah. Alex, excellent question. I'm not sure who else we'll see, but I do hope to see Jessica Jones, right? We just talked yeah. about that Kingpin. Although we don't know about Kingpin, because mm-hmm. with the ending we saw in Hawkeye, I'm not entirely sure he's you know, still an alive person. Oh, he's he's coming back. But he's, definitely, like they, yeah. they can't they can't get rid of Kingpin. No, no. they can't unalive Kingpin this no. early. No, Kingpin, yeah, he'll return. Um, we know the Echo series is coming. You know, so yeah, there's a connection. There, there's a connection there with Echo. So yeah, we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see Kingpin back, right? Yeah. You know what I realized? Mm-hmm. Marvel is recycling date. Think what, about this. What do you mean? The Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield movies, their first movies were 10 years apart, and their second movies were 10 years apart. Because hmm. the Tobey Maguire movie, 2002, Andrew Garfield, 2012. Tobey Maguire's second movie, 2004. Andrew Garfield's second movie, 2014. And then Tobey Maguire's third movie, Tom Holland's first movie. You see? Yeah, so it's what, two years in between each movie? usually um yeah 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 okay well feel free to ask us any more questions that you have uh anything else regarding star wars and the mcu uh just let us know but um once again oh yeah i was talking about the format so yes the, the plan is that we are going to you know do a live stream on thursdays that's the day that 7 30 well that's the plan right and that is the day that the she hulk episodes are dropping there's nine episodes i believe in total there's um, nine. I think so. And that will just lead us up to Andor and, of course, Maybe Andor. Maybe even into Andor. 
Well, yeah, maybe there might be some overlapping. There probably there. will be, yeah. Yeah, they may I'll be, six episodes. There may be some overlapping there, but yeah, but we'll also, you know, we'll be working on live streams for Andor as well. So, you know, can't wait for that. So, yep. Yeah. All right. So if you if there are any other comments or questions, uh, we can start wrapping it up if there's anything else. All right. Yep. So we're on wherever you get your podcasts, like literally wherever. Google us. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I know some of you are watching us on Facebook and Twitter. And those are all at Brotherson Galaxy. Please donate. Please, please, please donate to our Patreon page because with that money, it can help us grow our podcast even more and make even more awesome content. I'm saving up for Final Cut Pro now. And check out our nice. speaker page as well, our website, FonsaGalaxy.com. Okay, I saw another comment. Yes, all in the game. Legally, there needs to be a solo Spidey movie released every three years, roughly. I, I read that as well. There's just about that. Like, yeah. Except yeah. for with Tobey Maguire, because his movie ended 2007, mm-hmm. and then we got the 2012 Andrew Garfield reboot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Andrew Garfield's movies were actually very good. I like him. He's a good Spider-Man. Well, you never know. They're he, all good Spider-Man. They, yeah, I, I totally agree I mean, with Tom you. Tom Holland's a cut above the rest, but that's kind of just because I grew that, up with him. Fair enough. Fair enough. I you know, I can I can actually um, I can admit to that. I, yeah. I think he is... He's he, he's done a very very good job as, as Spider Man, which is why there should be three more Spider Man films coming. So and they cast him at the age because like everybody yeah, was, in the other movies just looked like they were in their twenties playing characters. Although you know Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire themselves were actually pretty convincing as like teenagers, but everybody else just looked like they were in their twenties and in and in a lunchroom with some blue trays. But you enjoy the movies, right? I did. Yes. I like okay. them. All right. We are big Spider-Man fans, right? So who knows? You know, there's they gotta bring Tom Holland Seven back. There's gotta be more Spider-Man movies. So we'll see what's going. We'll see what happens. All right. So thank you everyone for joining us once again for our live stream, our second live stream. We are enjoying She-Hulk. Um, they are short episodes, but they're actually very, very well done. And you know, we're looking forward to it next Thursday and see who appears and what happens next. But uh Until next time, everyone, thank you. I just want to make sure that I miss any other comments. But all right, well then, thank you so much for joining us. So take care, and we will see see you again. again.